Hello, Bella here with Bella in the City. Uh, I know it's been a minute since the last time I recorded anything, but so much has happened and, you know, we're going through this whole quarantine business and um, it's been quite interesting for me because the first two weeks of it, I was able to work from home, which I was really thankful, but then um, my company started suffering because of the crisis, and uh, some lenders started pulling back, and I don't know, it just didn't look good, and then all of a sudden, I found out that the company was laying people off, and it was like 20% of the company, which is huge, Um, and I was one of those people, so... I, I honestly didn't see it coming. I knew it could be a possibility, but I just didn't think it was going to happen that quickly. Um, you know, like, I just thought maybe like down the road or something, but, um, but yeah, it just, it, it happened and I'm not able to work and not able to look for a job. So it's like a freaking cash 22 and Right as I said that, it's 2.22 on the clock. <laughs> um, synchronicities are still happening, by the way. But, um, yeah, so I, I honestly couldn't believe that that happened. And they let my other coworker go as well. Actually, a lot of my coworkers in my department were let go. That I was actually surprised. Uh, especially our VP and everything. So it was just like a tower moment. You know, that's what we call in tarot um, when people have a tower moments when the tower comes crumbling down, you know, like the old ways have to come crumbling down so that the new can emerge from the ashes, you know, so to speak. So I had a tower moment and I actually blogged about it on my blog. So if you haven't had a chance to look at it, it's under bellinthecity.com. And I titled it Divine Timing. <laughs> so yeah, so that's that was another whole another thing I wanted to share on, on the blog. But today on the podcast, I actually want to talk about uh, karmic partners. Because at one point or another, we've all been a karmic partner to somebody. I know I was to my previous ex-boyfriends and things like that. So a karmic partner is just somebody that is there to teach you a lesson about something that you need to learn, you know, or go through. Um, And it's honestly really good to have those karmic partners. But a lot of them are very, very toxic. I mean... That's why they're karmic partners, because they're just part of your karma, you know, to teach you the things that you may have done in the past that come back to bite you with that karmic partner. It's honestly like like a run, a test run, if you will, <laughs> until you finally meet your soulmate. Um, so for me, I vividly remember dating this guy for eight years like, 
for a long time, like my most of my 20s, my most of my adult life. And I didn't want to let him go. I mean, I knew the last three years of the relationship, it was done. It was doomed. But I still stayed in there for three more years. And I honestly wish that I wouldn't have waited three years to pull the plug. But, um, but honestly, like, I don't know why I just couldn't let him go. And it was one of those things that I knew he wasn't good for me. I knew he wasn't making me happy. But it was just easier to stay. Easier to stay with that person. Because you don't you don't want to picture your life without that person. Or you don't want to see them with somebody else. It's honestly really stupid. When You know, when you step out of that situation, you look back and you're like, man, I was so dumb. I wish I would have just walked away sooner. Because you knew that it was doomed from the start. But the older you get, that's when you start noticing when people are karmics and you're like, I don't want to be with this person one more second, you know? So, like, my last two relationships, one, like, one lasted only six months. And I knew he wasn't right for me. I knew it. I knew he wasn't right for me. I wasn't happy with him. I wasn't learning anything from him. If anything, I learned that I shouldn't have been in that situation just to settle, you know, because I was settling. So that was a lesson that I learned. Don't settle or be with somebody just so you don't be by yourself. Like, I don't know why I just was with this guy and (laughs) I just knew he wasn't the one. Like he irritated me every time. I would even talk to him and he was sweet to me. Don't get me wrong, but I just knew we weren't right for each other. I knew that he, he didn't see me for who I was. He didn't understand me. We didn't speak the same language at all. Like we were on different levels. Like I just felt frustrated because this person was just not for me, you know, and I think I beat him up over it too. And I just made him feel bad because I was just like wishing that he was, you know, more like me or whatever. And it was just stupid. Honestly, it was just, he just wasn't right. You can't force somebody to be what you want them to be just so that they'll fit into your mold, you know? And so that only lasted six months, but it took me a long time because I knew I shouldn't have gotten into it. And then I I couldn't let it go until it got really bad. Even that four months, I was just kind of like, this is not going anywhere. And then I prolonged it for another two months, you know. So I just, I just know the signs now. You know, when you're with somebody for a couple months and you're like, yeah, no, this is not, this is doomed <laughs> from the get-go. And then my last relationship, I was with him for nine months And that one was hard because I actually fell in love with him. Like the other karmic that I had for six months, I I loved him, but I wasn't in love with him. And then this one that I was with last, I actually fell in love with him. And prior to him, I I haven't been in love in 10 years. So it was really hard to be together also because he had some things to work through you know going to rehab and all this stuff so it was just a different very different dynamic because I never had dealt with somebody that 
needed that much help, you know, and I don't know why, like, I knew it was doomed too, because it's like, I have no business dating somebody that has these kinds of problems, because usually they even advise alcoholics not to date people until they're at least a year sober. But of course, we were not listening to anybody's advice. We were going with the flow. We actually fell in love really fast. Um, And it was funny because (laughs) this is how I know what things, okay, when, when people fall in love, things happen really fast. So I remember our first date, we had like a great dinner date. I loved it. It was, I just felt like I connected with him right away. And then, um, that was on a Friday. And then by Sunday he was, he was impulsive like me and he asked me to be his girlfriend (laughs) by that Sunday. So that's when I knew that, yeah, this may be really fast, but I felt what I felt, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, I haven't been in love in 10 years. So yeah, I'm going to go for it, you know? Um, and it was hard to let him go even after he cheated on me and, you know, he did it again a second time. And I just realized like this guy is never going to be able to overcome his addictions if he's in a relationship. So I need to let him go. I need to let him go for me because I can't be with somebody that, you know, keeps cheating on me. That's just ridiculous. Like, I didn't do that in the past, so why would I do that now, you know? So it was just me settling. Again, settling just like I did with the previous relationship. I settled with this guy, you know, going against the grain of my own morals and values and just not respecting myself enough, to still go back to somebody that was toxic, you know, and, and it wasn't even anything against me or anything like that. We were just not good for each other. We were very codependent, you know, like I, I didn't know how to be happy by myself. And in the midst of all that, trying to move on a year later, I tried to go back to him, which that was stupid because I really should have been loving myself enough to not ever go back to a situation like that. But, you know, sometimes you go back to your exes. So that's what I did. And that happened last summer. And then that came crashing down. That was like a tower moment. (laughs) Because I remember vividly that we were dating briefly for a week. And I thought, okay, maybe this is our, our shot to have a second chance or whatever. Um... And he ended things abruptly with me. Like, he didn't even reach out to me over the phone. I mean, actually, he did over the phone. But I'm saying, like, uh, like to talk about it or meet up or anything. He just, like, ended it with me abruptly. So abruptly, so cold that I knew, oh, gosh, he's got to be seeing somebody else because I know him. I know him. And, and I the times that we broke up the year before, he kept contacting me to where I had to block him. And I was just like, there's no way that a year later, when I'm trying to reach out, that he would do that, you know, and just walk away willingly without having anybody else lined up. Of course, he has somebody lined up. And sure enough, I found out that he was seeing somebody. Um, So that's when I knew, like, I knew this is some, the trends that some guys do 
when they're seeing somebody and then all of a sudden they end things abruptly is because they're seeing somebody else, you know, like I'm not, I'm not new to this shit, you know? (laughs) And so that's when I had to heal from that. And that was in July. Yeah, that was in July last year when I was healing. So here I was in July healing, August healing. And in September, I started my new job and I met somebody and I fell for him like right away. Um, But this one was different because I didn't even go on a date with him or anything like that. It was just like us meeting and all of a sudden, all these feelings came flooding into me. And I was just confused because I was like, why the hell? (laughs) Why the hell do I have these feelings towards this man that I don't even know? That's the part that creeped me out. Because I, I don't know, I didn't understand why I had these feelings. And when I would talk to him, I felt so calm and at peace. And I felt joy. And I was just like, what? And okay, like this is an out-of-body experience. I never felt this before. And it was so shocking to me. And it was so annoying because I was I was annoyed because I was just like, there why why am I feeling this way? There's no way that I should feel these feelings. <laughs> and I don't even know this guy. And um yeah, and it was it was really intense. And yeah, and I already talked to you guys about it, like on the, my episode Twin Flames, but <sighs> this is when I knew that this is not a karmic partner, like this, this is my soulmate, because I mean, I just never felt this before. I never felt these strong feelings and this magnetic pull towards this person for no reason, you know, like me feeling like I knew him, that he was familiar to me, that means that I must have dated him or married him before in a past life, you know, like we were together in a past life. And so when I met him, it was like I was remembering who he was. And the more I got to know him, I remembered who he was. I would, I don't know, it was so freaking weird. And And then I remember months later that I had a dream about him and before I met him and I was like, that was him. That's insane. Anyway, so, and of course, now you would think, well, isn't that a karmic because you guys didn't end up together? Not necessarily, because the way that we were headed uh, in our relationship, we were very codependent and I'm glad that we ended it the way we did, because if we hadn't, it would have turned into a toxic um, relationship. And and it wasn't supposed to be that way, because we are meant to be together. And I feel uh, it's so weird, because even though I haven't seen him through this quarantine, I still feel his energy um, around me. Sometimes when I'm asleep, I feel like he's in the room with me. It's really weird. (laughs) And then like this week, um, there's a song. I'm going to play it after this so you guys can hear it. It's called Don't Wait. Um, And I I kid you not, there's I mean, there's a lot of songs that move you here and there. 
But when I heard this song, you guys, like, it really broke me. Like, it made me bawl my eyes out. Um, because I felt like that was him talking to me. He sent, he sent me that song and it broke my heart. It really did because I was just like, it just explains so much. So I'll just kind of briefly read to you (laughs) the lyrics and then you guys can listen to it. But, um, So he says on the first verse, I love you for sure, but honestly, I'm looking for much more. Not that you don't have it. I'm searching my core for what, for what is missing. I'm missing your kissing, praying that you'll listen. No, I'm not ready for what we have. We're moving faster than a New York cab. I'm scared to love you. I can't take another stab. Before I love you, I must know who I am. And it's funny because it's interesting that he says that part. I'm scared to love you. I can't st- I can't take another stab. I feel like that's very applicable to our situation because I know that he's scared to lose me. So he'd rather not have me because he's scared that he's going to lose me. And... And the fact that he says, before I love you, I must know who I am. I don't think he knows who he is right now in his life. Um, I mean, I know who he is because <laughs> I remember him. But, um, but you know, people, they're not going to be ready for something so huge like that in their life if they don't know who they are as a person, you know. And if they don't know who they are, they can't be with another person until they know who they are you know, to where they feel confident in what they want. And, and that, that's really key. And then the chorus, he says, don't wait on me. Don't wait on me. In the second verse, he says, I thought that I had moved on from my past. I just ignored all the weight in my bags. You came in and I retraced my tracks and I realized I fucked up like my past. I hurt you. I lied to you. I did things to you that were done to me too. That's how I know I do not deserve you. So don't wait on me. You know how I, you know, you know how you feel when you're around me. You don't feel good no more. You know what it takes to be with me. And you'd have to give more than you should of yourself. So go away from me. I'm dirty. I'm dirty. It's going to take God to clean me. Whenever that they play that part, I'm dirty, I'm dirty. It's going to take God to clean me. I started crying. Like, it really hurt. Hurt to hear. Because just, you just feel the pain in the song and that part, too, especially. And he says, and you ain't got time to wait on me. I'm selfish. I'm selfish. I want to keep you, but I'm not ready. So you got to go. I know how you feel because I felt that way before. You know, hurt people hurt people. I'm hurt and I can't do nothing but hurt you. I love you, but I can't love you the same way you do. Go save yourself and go away. I don't have nothing but pain to give you. That part broke me too. Like I started crying in that part for sure. I have nothing but pain to give you. 
I know I left without saying nothing because I can't face you. I'm scared of the love you showed me. So that part right there, I, I freaking bawled even more. Because um, he did leave pretty much without saying anything. Um, and when he says, I can't face you, I'm scared of the love you showed me. I feel like he feels ashamed right now. And rightly so, because, you know, things didn't go as ideal as you would, who would have, you know, when things happen with people and you say things to each other, you end up hurting each other, you feel embarrassed later on when you look back and you're like, oh man, I shouldn't have said that, or I didn't handle that very well. Um, and it's true, you know, he's scared of the love that I showed him. I'm scared of the love that I showed him because... I never felt this before. It's like, it, I'm new to this too. You know what I mean? Like, we're in this together. Like, you, you're scared of the love that I'm showing you. I'm scared of the love that I'm showing you too because I've never shown this love to anybody before. I didn't even know that I could love like this. Honestly. Um, and then he says, go, I don't deserve your love. Go, don't wait on me. I know the type of heart you have, but don't wait on me. Ugh. I just, I love that song. And it's funny because I try to listen to it again, but it makes me cry every time I listen to it again. So maybe one day I won't cry, but it's very triggering. This whole song is very triggering, very specific to our situation, which is really weird. <laughs> but, um, but here's the deal, like, if I was with Carmex for months and months and months and I knew that they were not right for me, why would I just walk away from my soulmate? There's no way. Because if I was to walk away from my soulmate, that's like I'm walking away from myself. Like I'm giving up on myself. And the fact that he sent me this song shows me that this is why we're not together because... This is the state that he's in right now. And and that's fine. You know, people can only meet you as deep as they let themselves. You know, people cannot be at your level if they're not able to be at that same level themselves. Some quote out there. I don't know. But but it's true, you know. Um, I feel like with him... It's going to take, you know, it's going to take time. It's going to take time for people, you know, our, the, the twins, our soulmates to catch up to us. You know, I know I'm a couple steps ahead because I'm older. And also I woke up to the connection first before he did. Um, so it's going to take him some time to realize <laughs> what I know, what I ended up finding out months later after we, you know, ended our relationship or whatever you want to call it, um, last year. And I just want him to know that it, take your time, you know, there's no rush. I would rather you figure shit out now instead of trying to figure it out with me, because if you try to come back and you still don't know what you want, then it's going to be the same 
roundabout, you know, vicious cycle that we went through last time. And it was very hot and cold, hot and cold. And I cannot go through that again. That, that shit was annoying as shit. I, I was just like, what the fuck? Um, up and down, you know, like the seesaw of a dynamic, no consistency. And I'm, I'm a water sign. Like I'm very consistent. I'm stable emotionally, you know? And if I'm with somebody, I need him to be stable too. (laughs) And he wasn't. And I'm not blaming him. But when somebody is used to running from themselves um, and not facing their challenges, then yeah, it's going to be easy to just go back and forth and not be, you know, you know, consistent or stable. And I realized that I was running from myself by trying to chase him, by asking him, let's have a talk, let's have a talk. I was chasing him because I didn't want to deal with my own shit. Um, that's something that I came to realize these freaking three weeks of quarantine that, yeah, they say in a twin flame connection that one twin runs and the other one chases, but also the person that chases is running from themselves because they don't want to deal with being alone. And that's one of my, one of my big triggers is feeling like I got to chase somebody because I don't want to be alone. So I need to learn, well, why is it that I don't want to be alone? What's so bad about being alone? (laughs) It's honestly not bad. I actually love being alone. Um, I mean, not totally alone because I got my dog, but you know what I'm saying? Like I'm starting to learn a lot of things about me and you know the reason why I was very unbalanced where mostly my masculine energy was at full throttle where I was being decisive and like pursuing somebody when I should have just let it go and like go with the flow have that equal yin and yang you know like female energy balanced with my masculine energy it was just off kilter you know and so when that that happens it's just not gonna work out with somebody you have to be balanced you know I was giving too much instead of having an equal give and take so next time I'm gonna make sure that I'm balanced that I'm not giving too much that I'm giving back getting back as much as I'm putting in 50 50 And I'm learning so much on my own. And I don't think I would have been been able to do that if I had, you know, still been with with him. And we would have ended up messing it up even more because it would have been a karmic situation. But, excuse me. (laughs) But this had to happen. This had to happen this way. And... This morning I woke up and I heard this song in my head and it's that song Say Something by Christina. Let me see, what are the lyrics on that one? Because that one was a a really good song and I'm going to play it after that other song. But basically this, 
he says, I'm, say something, I'm giving up on you. I'll be the one if you want me to. Anywhere, I would have followed you. And I'm feeling so small. It was over my head. I know nothing at all. And I will stumble and fall. I'm still learning to love, just starting to crawl. Say something, I'm giving up on you. I'm sorry that I couldn't get to you. Anywhere, I would have followed you. I will swallow my pride. You're the one that I love, and I'm saying goodbye. Say something, I'm giving up on you, and I'm sorry that I couldn't get to you. Anywhere, I would have followed you. Um... To me, this song it just sounds like they're wanting to talk, you know. Because if you don't end up talking to that person, that person's going to end up giving up. And I know that can be easy for me to do in this situation because we're not talking. <laughs> but um, But honestly, we're still communicating. I mean, he sent me that song this week and... I was just like, it, I just understand, you know, I understand where he's coming from and why he's in this karmic situation with this other person. Um, and I hope that he finds the strength to figure it out, you know, to figure it out what he wants, to walk away from anything that doesn't serve him, including karmic relationships because those relationships are toxic. Those type of relationships, they teach you what you don't want. And I hope right now he's learning what he doesn't want by being with this other person. Um, because that person, they're not his soulmate, you know? So when they're not your soulmate, they can't love you the way that you need to so that you can grow. Only your soulmate can, can do that for you. Only your soulmate can help you heal and grow together and, you know, fulfill your purpose on earth together, especially with your twin flames. So I just feel like he, he needs to figure it out, maybe keep, you know, on that path with her or whatever to figure out, figure out what he doesn't want by being with her. And already, I mean, even before this quarantine started, I saw the way that he was looking at me really longingly. Like, he was looking at me like he wants to come home. And and he feels trapped. Like, I could see it in his eyes. And I was just like, and I felt uncomfortable because I was just like, why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> like, don't, don't look at me like that. Because I know what that look is. He's longing for me. And shit, I'm longing for him too, but we have to come together when it's the right time. And, you know, for me, yeah, it would be nice to be together now. But if it's not the right time, I'd rather him take his time, you know, to figure it out on his own. Because when we come back together, it's going to be game on, like... <laughs> I mean, we're not going to freaking get married or nothing, but I want to take it slow. Like, I want to be able to get to know each other again and be able to speak our truth to each other, how I feel, how he feels, you know, um, which I'm sure he already knows how I feel, but <laughs> I already, yeah, 
I already told him how I feel, but he hasn't told me how he feels. And even though I know how he feels, it's going to be nice to hear what he wants to say to me. Because honestly, like if I had these type of feelings for somebody and I hadn't told them how I feel, that would drive me crazy. That would be like a huge boulder on my chest that I don't think I could carry on. That would be worse than actually being heartbroken because you're not speaking your truth. You're not letting that person know how you feel. And the freaking world is coming to a standstill right now. You know, people are starting to realize what's really important in life. And it's not material things. It's, it's our families, our relationships, our purpose in life, taking care of ourselves at home eating healthier food, you know, just taking the time to relax and not be in the regular hustle and bustle distractions, you know, just really being able to grow as individuals during this time of quarantine. It just feels honestly like a huge mass awakening for everybody. I'm already awakened, but I feel like now everybody's going to start catching up to that, to that level. And, and yeah, it would be ideal if he would just show up at my door, <laughs> um, you know, we could just have that talk finally, see where he's at and take it slow and get to know each other again. That's really what I would love more than anything, but it's going to come one day. I trust it. I know it's coming one day. I don't know when. It's not like I'm a genie, um, not a genie, but like a psychic. <laughs> um, and you know, it's funny speaking of genies. One time I had this dream that he told me, he asked me like, okay, so you want to do this? And I said, yes. Like I was so freaking happy, <laughs> like a freaking schoolgirl, when he asked me, okay, so you want to do this? And I was, I was like floating and he was on the ground holding me up or some shit. I don't know. And I was like, yes. And he was like, okay, if we do this, you can't let the genie out of the bottle. And I was like, okay, I don't know what that means, but okay. I just said, I agreed. I was like, yes, yes, let's, let's be together. Oh my God. So freaking happy in that moment. And it's funny because later that week I watch a tarot reading and the lady that drew the cards had a picture of a guy like on the ground standing while the girl was floating. She was a mermaid, but she was floating and hello, I'm a water sign and he's on the ground like grounded. He's an earth sign and it was just like my dream that card that imagery was exactly like my dream. Because I'm over here in the clouds, like, I'm a hopeless romantic. I have a lot of Libra in my chart. So I tend to, like, not be based in reality sometimes. <laughs> and that's why we balance each other out so well, because he's grounded and he's able to keep me on the logical playing, playing field, you know? Um... So anyways, but it's funny because I looked up, 
a song like, okay, what is this genie in a bottle? Like, I took that as him not wanting to, you know, blast it to the world that we're together, which I get it, you know, like, I honestly feel like that would be a good idea to keep it under wraps when we do come back together because nobody needs to know. (laughs) And, And especially when we're trying to, like, build our foundation more steady this time than last time because last time that foundation was all over the place and that's why it didn't last because it was not steady you know it was it was rocky and it wasn't it wasn't solid you know and next time when we come together it's going to be a solid foundation and um but I looked up genie in a bottle and I found this rap song forgot by who let me see Not the Christina Aguilera song, <laughs> but let me see which. Let me look up on my Spotify what guy sings it. Johnny English, Genie in a Bottle. Johnny English lyrics. Okay, here it is. There was this one part at the end. On the outro, he goes, how does it feel to be on the other side? And this girl in the background's like, goodbye, Johnny. And he's like, how does it feel to be on the other side in another, in another life? Misa's been my therapy when no one else was there for me. I've been on one or maybe two smoke every day to get away from you. So sporadic, it's not the same. My music changes like my brain. Outcast, outcasted. I'm so sorry, Miss Jackson. I never meant to make your daughter cry. Wish that I could go and tell a lie. Wasn't love, it was just a disguise. You'd be the judge and I'd testify. How does it feel? Now I know I was plan B. Kill me, this is a new me. My whole life, like a, like a movie. Um... So I thought that was interesting because he's he's talking about like how does it feel to be on the other side in another life? To me that just kind of says you know like he's it's almost like he's trying to say that that person um that hurt him now he's letting them know well, how does it feel to be on the other side like because now you got karma or whatever karma came and served you you know in another life it's kind of interesting and there's this girl in the song like she's like a like playing like the heartbroken girl and she's like it's over johnny i can't pretend anymore i don't love you i'm sorry i'm sorry johnny but I'm not going to be able to see you again. And I guess that's when he's like, how does it feel to be on the other side? Anyway, so. <laughs> um, anyways, so. It's, it was just interesting um, how I get these 
things that happen in dreams and then I look them up in songs. And so, yeah. But honestly, that song, Don't Wait, that song came out of nowhere because it came on from my Spotify account. Yeah, like, you know how Spotify, they do, like, Discover Weekly? They give you songs based on, like, what you've been listening to, so they compile a little playlist for you every week. So I was just playing it randomly in my living room, and that's when I heard it, and I was like, wait, wait a minute, this is something else. (laughs) So when I really listened to lyrics, that's when I started bawling my eyes out. Anyways, I just didn't mean to go on this long. I need to go to bed. Um, But all that to say is that sometimes we end up in karmic relationships. We kind of overstay our welcome with those kind of relationships, you know, whether we're comfortable with that person or we don't want to let them go because of our ego, you know, because we don't want to see that person with somebody else. But it's like... Just take your lesson and go. You know what I mean? Like, take your lesson and go. Don't stay in there longer than you have to. Because it's it's a toxic situation. And honestly, until you really learn to, like, love yourself, that's when you start standing up for yourself. And that's when you start realizing, you know what? I deserve better than this toxic relationship. It doesn't bring me peace. It's just drama. Um, I'm not happy with this person. It's just not healthy, you know? And when you're so used to being in karmic relationships, you don't even know what healthy looks like. You really don't. So you end up settling because you think this is the best that you can do, you know? Um, so for our situation, I feel like he was just, um, so used to being in toxic relationships that when he saw our potential (laughs) maybe that scared him too um but also it wasn't that healthy at the time either which is why I'm glad it ended when it did because it was not like I said the foundation was rocky and it was not very healthy um but all that to say, I just feel like with how things had to happen the way they did because it wasn't the right time for us. And then him taking that time for himself to figure out what he wants. Maybe this is all part of it. You know what I mean? And for that, I'm thankful to that karmic. (laughs) Thank you for interfering (laughs) because this is going to serve the purpose that it needs in order for us to come back together stronger than before. And this is going to be the last, the last relationship. I'm I'm telling you, like, I'm not, I'm not wanting to go date another karmic person because I know they're not the one. And, and so, yeah, I already know what I know. Nobody can break this bond, no matter how hard they may try, even the karmics. Um, And I hope that the karmic finds her own divine masculine, you know, because if she's meant to have a twin flame, 
It's not my twin flame. <laughs> Honey boo boo child, that is not your twin. He's my twin. So the sooner she realizes it, the better. But, um, and I can tell. I can tell that she doesn't trust him um, because of the things that I've heard. And also, she, she like, inadvertently, like, she'll send people, like, her crew to, to check up on me. Um, and, yeah, so I know. I know who she is. And I know... I know her little scheme, you know, what she's doing or whatever. And I honestly feel sad for her because I can tell that she's like so desperate to hold on to him. And he's already checked out, you know, like he's he's already checked out of that relationship mentally, even if he's still there. But um, but yeah, he's he's probably just buying his time right now especially like with being in this quarantine um but either way you know it's just it's a karmic relationship I've been a karmic to somebody else you know I know how hard it is to let go of that person and and you'll do things to keep that person and you'll create drama left and right it's not healthy you know but also I'm older now, so I've been through all that shit, you know, and maybe this is her lesson that she needs to go through so that she will eventually, when she becomes grown up or whatever, like me, then she'll look back and be like, oh yeah, that was totally like toxic and I shouldn't have been messing with that situation. Um, so I just hope that she's well. I hope that he's well. I hope that they're taking care of each other and... Um, but it's still a toxic relationship. You know, you can tell like, just like him and I were codependent. I'm sure that they're codependent too on each other. Um, so that stuff is hard to break. It's really hard to overcome that, that wound that, um, that what's it called? that habit, you know, that it's a pattern. It's a pattern that could even come from your ancestors, you know, like you have to be the one to break that cycle. Like I'm not going to be codependent on anybody ever again. I'm going to be my own happiness, not expecting somebody else to bring me my happiness. So yeah, I'm learning a lot <laughs> through this time and I'm really excited about where the next few days are going to lead me with this whole quarantine. You know, i got to figure out what I want to do. But all I know is that I'm thankful that things happen the way that they happen, especially with me leaving this job because I really wasn't happy there. Oh, my gosh. It was, it was tough. I honestly needed to walk away from that whole situation. And I'm thankful to God that he took me out of that because it was affecting me. It was, it was hurting my soul every day going to work. And I'm thankful that I'm not in that situation anymore. 
because now I'm able to heal. Now I'm able to focus on me, do what I want to do, figure out what I want to do for me, um, focus on my passions, my creative gifts, my spiritual gifts, everything that I want to do to make this life have meaning, you know, serve my purpose. Why am I here on earth, you know? So I'm thankful that I'm out of that situation altogether. And I just, I just pray for the world, you know, for people to be able to stop settling, love themselves, because that's what love is about. You need to love yourself first before you can love somebody else. And if you don't love yourself and you're expecting people to love you or you're seeking for love outside of you, it's not going to be healthy. It's just going to be toxic and drama and stress and you're settling, you know. So it all starts with self-love and I wish I would have known this years ago, but I was running away from myself by being in these relationships consistently, being in these relationships and not loving myself. It was a pattern that I needed to break. And honestly, like I never thought that my soulmate would be the one that would teach me this lesson. Because the karmics, they taught me some lessons, sure. And I saw some glimpses of things that I needed to work on. But I wasn't serious about finally breaking the pattern or breaking that curse, that generational curse. I just, it it took him to come into my life for me to be like, wow, I really need to look into this. Because, because it cost, it cost me In a way, like, it felt like it cost us our relationship because it suffered. Um, But at the same time, it's still ongoing. It's intact. It's, It's a divine partnership. Like, it's made by God. Like, it's, nobody can break it, you know. God put us together. God made us together. We're in two different bodies, but we're still the same soul. Um... And, yeah, so, I don't know, this stuff is, like, really, really deep, and I wish that I knew more, but, you know, if you guys keep listening, I'll keep sharing with you what I'm learning, and I'm reading this book, too, about the Enchanted World of Twin Flame, and it's really interesting, because she also talked about, like, when she met her twin flame and like how she already felt these feelings and she was like, Oh my God, why do I feel like I know this man? I know exactly what she's talking about. Cause I'm like, yes, that's exactly what I've, what I went through. So, but so I'm thankful, I'm thankful to my soulmate, you know, my beautiful soulmate. Um, I miss seeing him. <laughs> You know, like sometimes I would literally have to stop looking at him because the attraction is so strong that I would be like, oh my God, I have to stop looking at him because he's so beautiful. (laughs) And it's not even the physical so much. I mean, it helps, but like I just see his soul, you know, I see his soul and even in my dreams, when he comes in my dream, he might look like somebody else, but I know it's him. Um, that's what, that's what's really weird too, because then I keep wondering, 
well, if it didn't look like him, but I knew it was him, then that means that that was him in another life, you know? So it's just weird how dreams like really are messages and it can go really, really deep. But also on the physical plane or aspect of it, when I see him, especially one of the last few times I saw him, (laughs) the attraction is so strong and, you know, our passion was so strong that I've never, honestly, I've never been so attracted to anybody in my life like I've been attracted to him. And I feel like it's because I see his soul. I'm attracted to his soul, his energy, and then his beautiful outside, you know, appearance makes it even more like magnified. And I would stop, I would literally deliberately have to stop looking at him because then I would get turned on. And I never, ever had anybody have that kind of effect on me. Um, But yeah, with him, I was just like, I have to stop looking at him because I start getting turned on. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's it's just, um, and it's like, if, if that's how it is now, wait until he grows into the man he's supposed to be or, you know, you know, who he becomes when he finally learns who he is and what he fucking wants, then he's going to be even more attractive and I'm just not going to be able to let him go. (laughs) Yeah. When that happens, he's going to be blossoming into that butterfly transformation. And yeah, all it's going to be game on. Not going to let him go for sure. (laughs) And it's funny because people like I've shared a picture with him with my you know inner circle friends and they're like oh my gosh you guys look so much alike it's creepy I was like I know it is creepy how we kind of look alike so anyways but um but I mean yeah I just honestly never thought that a soulmate could teach you all these things even when you're not together that's how you know that it's a true soul deep connection like a divine sacred soul connection because how is that even possible you know like you're not in contact with them but they still come to you in dreams you know you get signs from the universe you know through things that you watch throughout the day or like music that comes on that is like messages that he's sending to you um it's really crazy shit, you know? So when he, when, when he awakens, which I kind of, I wonder if he is awakened yet. I'm not sure. Something tells me he is, but I'm not sure. Cause you know, it took, it's going to take him, you know, he's a few steps behind me. Right. So when he awakens, he's going to start seeing these synchronicities and these signs and seeing my name everywhere. Like I was seeing his name anyways, but I'm getting off on a tangent. Oh my gosh. I've been talking for a whole freaking hour. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. Um, well, hopefully now that people are quarantined at home, an hour should, should just be like a commercial, you know, sort of watch you know you can listen to me while you're doing your dishes or something but (laughs) anyways uh thank you for listening 
and I'm going to play that song that I told you guys I'm going to play, and um, I hope you guys are staying safe out there, and I will talk to you guys on the next podcast.